0: Before we go on the air, is she going to sing another song for us? Oh, good. Amen. She's coming back. Amen. Praise the Lord. At this time, we'd like to welcome our radio listening audience and our internet viewers. Uh, If you are at home now and you would like to listen to us and be with us on Abundant Life, lv.org, just go straight to the stream and punch live, and you will be able to be with us. It helps when you're at home or uh, away, if you would like to view. Our address is 1720 North J Street, Las Vegas, Nevada, 89106. And you can reach us at the telephone number of 647 26 and 27. Today, uh, our speaker is our intern pastor, Pastor Russell Lee Wars, and we will be blessed by his message from on high. We pray that you all will be adhered with good notes and a good spirit. Bless us as we continue to grow in Jesus Christ. At this time, we will have another selection by our lovely visitor, vocalist, and I don't have a name. Bronwyn 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 Crutchwin. Amen.
1: Happy Sabbath.
2: Thanks, Sister Bronwyn Crutchfield. Amen. Amen. Give her a huge amen. Amen. I didn't know we were getting Sandy Patty here today. (laughs) Thank you for leading us so wonderfully to the throne room. Of grace. I want to thank you for blessing us and for our musicians who compliment our service. It's so wonderful. Amen. We couldn't do it without you. We could, but it would not be just as nice. Right? Thank you. Thank you so much. And uh, thank you, Sister Stevenson, for taking a shot. Taking a leap of faith, I will sing of Jesus' love. Amen, 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 amen. I'm so excited that Maya is back from across the world. Wherever she is, I saw her here earlier. But we are excited and we praise God that you took that trip and you're back with us. There you are, Maya. We're just saying we're excited to see you, that's all. And that you're safe and sound. And uh, we're just glad you're back. For all the folk, especially uh, Angela, who is a sweet 16 today, Uh, that's big I get to understand. That's huge when you're 16. Uh, So for all the uh, uh, June people, I should say, Congratulations on celebrating your birthday. Would you pray with me? Father, we thank you. We have felt your presence here. And we are just asking that you may take it a little higher. And we promise to allow you to do just that. Remove the distractions from us now, we pray, in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. I want you to turn your Bibles to Leviticus. I'm hearing some echo, Brother Jackson. Leviticus, the 16th chapter. My sister called me this morning. Where are you? Sister called me this morning. Raise your hand wherever you are. You told me you were going to come today. All right, okay. Bible, the Bible. I'm reading from the um, Amplified Version of the Bible. Um, I want to read 29. chapter 16 verse 29. I want you to see it. Look in the Bible. Don't look at anybody else, just look in the Bible. Yeah, take your eye off your wife, just look in the Bible. Just for a moment. All right. Bible says it shall be a statute, you forever that in the seventh month nearly October on the tenth day of the month you shall afflict yourselves afflict by fasting with penitence and humiliation and do no work at all either the native-born or the stranger who dwells temporarily among you. For on this day, can you say this day? day. Yes, this day, atonement, say atonement. atonement, atonement shall be made for you to cleanse you from all your sins, you shall be clean before the Lord. It is a Sabbath of solemn rest to you, and you shall afflict yourselves by fasting with penitence and humiliation. It is a statute forever. Traditionally, when you hear about the Day of Atonement, we're told, Jill, that it is a fearful day. Everybody's shaking. That's from our standpoint. But from God's standpoint, this is the day that his people are set free from their sin. The record of your sin. Your biggest problem here today as you walk through the doors of the church is that we have a record of your sin. At least your unconfessed sin And if you get nothing else from the sermon today, I'd like you to understand that the biggest problem or worst enemy in our lives today is unconfessed sin. I was wondering if this were the right sermon until my sister sang that original hymn, and you spoke about guilt. And talking about Jesus doing a mighty work in your life. Your worst enemy today, I promise you, is unconfessed sin. Some of us have yet to learn what God expects of us. If he has saved you and delivered you from your trifling ways, then God has tremendous expectations. Of you. And his expectation rather is you do more than just come to church on Sabbath, feast on his word, eat it, love it, enjoy it, and then leave the sanctuary and go home. God has expectations. But we too have some expectations. See, God's people in the desert understood that he had some expectations. They knew between the first of the month and the tenth of the month that that was a period of judgment in the desert. Judgment time in the wilderness. And... At the end on the 10th, it would be the Day of Atonement. That's why during the 1st and the 10th, they recognized the need to get right with God. You don't get right on the Day of Atonement. You get right before the Day of Atonement. See, And the Israelites knew this. So they got things together. They got their lives together. Because on the Day of Atonement, God would present them the results of the evaluation. So on the Day of Atonement, they just wanted to know how God felt about them. The at one meant. Are we back in one with God? Key here, and for them in the desert, everything surrounded one animal. See, the sanctuary has two apartments. One holy, and one most holy. So, the most holy place, the holy of holies. And on this day of atonement, once per year the priest would enter the most holy place during the year people would come with a ram an animal and they would put their hands on this ram and they would confess their sins and their sins would be transferred by faith to the sanctuary and so uh, during this time of the year the people were expectant it was a high day if the animal sacrifice was accepted and the people were quiet like this I like this it was a day in the camp when when you wouldn't have anyone move their only concern would be the pronouncement of the day you are acceptable because the sins in the sanctuary were confessed sins, unconfessed sins didn't go in the sanctuary. God can't forgive you for things you didn't confess. If the sin isn't confessed, you got to pay for it yourself. Most of the scholars agree that the sanctuary was getting rid of confessed sins. Leviticus chapter 1, 3 to 4. Go there. Leviticus chapter 1. Genesis. Exodus. Right, right? Leviticus. Amen. 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 You had my word there for a minute. Leviticus chapter 1, verses 3. If his offering is a burnt sacrifice of the herd, let him offer a meal without blemish. He shall offer it of his own free will nobody forced you to come to church today amen, amen. ideally maybe you're saying hey right pastor you weren't dragged out of your bed today no 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 ideally you come into the presence of God based on your free will it's a voluntary thing you're not prisoners up in here You came to Jesus because you want to come. So this was an act of faith. Confessing is when you decide it is wrong. Nobody can decide something is wrong for you. You've got to agree with God that it is wrong. And that's the problem with a lot of us sitting up in here, if you please. Our problem is that we have not come to agree with God about our sin. He thinks it's awful, you think it's not too bad. And God is insulted by it, so your confessions does not pass the ceiling. Because your feeling about your sin is not the same as how God feels about it. So off your free will, at the door of the sanctuary, you put your hands on a lamb or a ram, and you confess your sins, confess them to God, and by faith, they were transferred to the sanctuary. See, the sinner has come into the camp to agree with God. You came in here to agree with God. Amen. I'm in a mess, so I bring my animal, and I, the sinner, agreeing with God, put my hands on the innocent animal. I transfer my sin to the innocent animal, and now the animal gets treated like I am supposed to be treated. The animal is killed as I am supposed to be killed for the wages of sinners and death is what you have earned life is what you have been given so the sin gets transferred to the sanctuary because of your faith 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 of the sinner in the system it was a day of freedom can you say freedom freedom from the burden of sin i thought somebody would have jumped up and say Hallelujah! Freedom from the burden of sin. But you're not that excited yet. Because maybe, maybe you're okay with feeling guilty. Guilt is not a nice thing. Uh, guilt is not a nice thing. I may, you may have heard this story, but please, you, 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 you see, uh, even if you heard it before, just sit there and listen to it. And pretend you heard it for the first time. All right? So I took my wife over to buffet at something, blank. Because nobody can get to sue me But nothing. All right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they have it on a website called Dirty Dining. Right, right. So just go to the buffet, blank. So my wife was saying to me, you know, I don't want that kind of food. And I was trying to be persuasive. Uh Uh-huh. Sister Sanford, you know, persuasive, trying to fix, right? Fixers, amen, yeah, all right. So I'm saying to her, it's okay, the food is cheap, come on! (laughs) (laughs) And it's a buffet, we can't beat that, baby, come on! She said, I don't want that. Okay, all right, since you want to go over there, and I'm hungry, might as well. Praise God for the wives that cooperate. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. So we went over to this buffet. Everything looked good on the outside. Uh, and and uh, I, I, we, I, uh, I said, uh, you know, we go up. And um, I was ahead because I was hungry. Amen. And uh, uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell the truth. Tell the truth. Sermon title is confession is good for the soul. Tell the truth. Amen. All right. All right. All right. So so, I'm over there. Looked over there. I'm a vegetarian, so I looked at my veggies, and and I liked that how they cook the cabbage, nice and that. And I looked a little closer, and I saw a big guy, a big guy with wings. And if you're from the south, you know something called uh, a horsefly. He was a giant kind of a bad boy, and I. Uh, I passed by. Got something else. Praise God. Wifey is behind me and getting her plate. You know, and uh, we sat down together. I didn't tell my wife anything about the bad boy. So uh, I put a fork in Danny. And I'm, I'm chewing, but the chewing is slow. The chewing is heavy. Bearing down on me. Because she may have taken something with the bad boy in it. And the guilt is weighing down on me. And as she's, she's about to dive in, I said, hold on. Hold on. See, I didn't want to admit and confess that she was right, man, that we didn't have to go over there. She wanted Italian, and I, because it was cheap, man, you know, available, I didn't want to admit. The testosterone, Sister Melissa, wouldn't let me confess. So I said, hold on. I saw some bad boy over there. She said, oh, she didn't want to have anything to do with it. So I went over and I talked to the people in there confessing again. So confession led on one hand to a revelation to my wife she was going. On the other hand, the people there at the restaurant just took up the pen, replaced it, and said, would you like an extra card? We'll get you come back as soon as possible. At that point in time, I didn't want to go back because obviously the little guy was playing out in my mind. Guilt is a terrible feeling. But on that day, when the priests would go into the Holy of Holies, and this goat upon whom all the sins of the people have been placed, and the high priest has these bells on the bottom of his blue tunic, and working in the most holy place. The people are listening quietly, no one making a sound lest they don't hear the bells ringing. As long as they hear the bells, they know the sacrifice has been accepted. So nobody's talking, nobody's whispering, nobody is irreverent. No time to text, no time to Twitter, no time to check your Facebook. If any man is in Christ, he's a new creation. All things are passed away. I'm born again. More than a conqueror, that's who I am. I'm a new creation. So on the day of atonement, the whole church is recreated. Confession is good for the soul. But it's a relationship thing. It's a relationship thing. You see, your relationship with God makes the difference. Look at look 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 look, look, look at uh, uh, 1 John 1 verse 9. Look in your Bible at 1 John 1 verse 9. I know it's some of you it's your favorite and everything, but I want you to look at it with me. Can you say amen? amen. Yes. Look at it with me. The Bible says, the Bible says it starts off it starts off with a two letter word. A two letter word. A two letter word. What does that word say? If. Come on. What does the word say? If. 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 Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Conditional. If. If. If we freely admit we have sinned and confess our sins. If. We. Admit and confess our sins. He is. He is faithful first. You can't find another God faithful like our God. He never leaves you nor forsakes you. When you're having fun time on the mountaintop. And when you're down in the valley under a huge cloud, Jesus is still there. The Bible says he is faithful. Mm -hmm. Seems like I'm the only one who knows he's faithful. That's all right. He is faithful. And the Bible says he's also just. Yes. See, See, most of us like the part that says faithful, but we don't like sermons that talk about just. And all that is saying, Deandra, just all that it's saying is God is a fair God. God says, I'm going to look at all the facts. I'm going to look at everything that, that, and take everything into consideration. Thank God today, he doesn't judge us based on one mistake or two mistakes or three mistakes. God judges us under the direction, Charles, of our lives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's faithful and just. Yes, indeed. True to his own nature and promises and will forgive our sins. No, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Forgive our sins. Elder O.C., you know, you know it's all right to say he's going to forgive our sins, but you know we still struggle, man. We, we, we leave church and we got some of us got some mess going back home, too. Some of us got some issues right now that we're going through in church. Some of us got some lust issues, man. Some of us got some problems with the thoughts in our minds and they come out and show on the outside. Some of us got some problems with some negativity, man. Some problems with how we think. And we're always so negative, we don't have anything Positive to say to people. We always wear a frown, man. So how? What can Jesus do for me? He, he says, if, okay, Jesus, I confess. All right, now I've confessed. He says, I'm faithful. Hallelujah. And then he says, I'm just uh, to forgive you. And then he says, yeah, he says, "I will cleanse you from all unrighteousness." But you didn't see something there. I'm going to give you a little tip. A little tip. Write this somewhere in the side of your Bible. When you look at the Greek, when you look at the Greek there, katharizo, it's in a special form. It doesn't just say. It does not say, Jessica, that he's going to cleanse you one time. The Bible says the word says he keep on and on cleansing you. And I like that. Because I'm sure as I walk through this church somebody may step on my toe or somebody may look at me the wrong way. Amen. Somebody may just give me the bad eye. And, and, and maybe while driving out the parking lot, maybe I back into somebody. God forbid. Maybe something gets on my nerves, and pastors do have nerves, and pastors have emotions. And pastors sometimes get a little angry. Nothing wrong with that as long as you don't sin. So Jesus says, I want to cleanse you and continue to clean you up so you look more like me. Can you say amen? So this text is just a statement of our condition. All of us in here got something going on. Mm-hmm. yes. All of us in here got something going on, and the truth is we better go on and just accept we love some of the stuff we're doing. We enjoy some of those sins. We love to wallow in them. Oh, yeah, I had a pig, too. I had goats, but I had pigs, too, man. They gave me a big black sow like this. And I had to feed that bad boy with some, some slop. I had to feed him. They cook bananas and different things in there and mix it up. And they throw it in a trough or something. And, and, and that was supposed to be my pig. Baptist upbringing, you cannot understand. I didn't grow in the church. It's okay. I learned a lot from you guys. Praise God. But, but the thing of it is, that pig, eh, you hose him down, do whatever you like. As soon as that thing gets muddy, he loves to just on, plop, <laughs> And loves to get the worms. He will dig and dig and dig and dig until everything is covered in mud. Just go on ahead and accept that you like some of them, some of those things you win. That you, you 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 haven't really given up those bacon and eggs, and I'm not talking turkey bacon. <laughs> you 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 like <laughs> smelling that bacon when you're going to IHOP. Mm-hmm. Yeah, crackling on the grill. You see them guys pass it by, you're like. Kind of get out of your chair and fly behind it, you know. Let's go on and add it. Go on ahead and accept that 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 we enjoy these things. Don't play fool. Don't 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 try to pretend. But Jesus says, I can clean you up, I can change your taste buds. If, 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 if you confess, if you confess, if you, you've got to make a decision today. A decision. To make every time you come to Jesus, you've got to make a decision. And you need to come straight. Stop trying to put on some flurry stuff but you didn't know what you were doing and you didn't really. You wanted to, man. You wanted to do it. To so tell God you like that little drink you took. You like the cigarette because you're hooked. You like it. Have mercy on me, Lord. God wants us to move from our comfortableness with sin. We need to to be covered at all times. So, Lord, help me to be a little more positive in my life. Help me to get over. Confession is good for the soul. The Bible says he's faithful and just. And he's not just faithful but he is just he'll forgive you if you deserve to be forgiven the sanctuary is dealing with confessed sins so if you still got it somewhere down there buried today's the day you gotta let it go cause God can't do anything about it if you keep holding on to it There's nothing there. You know, people say God is all powerful, but I want you to understand that that is in the context of where it is. God can't save you if you don't want to be saved. (laughs) He has the power available for you, but he's not going to force you He's not going to put handcuffs and say, get in. He's not going to do that. Lay your stuff out before him. And God says, I will forgive you. And I like how Ezekiel Ezekiel says, 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 says it. This is a beautiful text. You're going to love it. Ezekiel 18, verse 22. Look at that text. Stop looking at me. Look in the word right now. Don't you just love the word? Yeah, I know a lot of you don't touch it until it's Sabbath. I, you know, I know you don't pray like you should. I know you don't meditate like you should, but you're saying, Pastor, pray for me. I need power. I could pray all I want, but if you're not studying the word for yourself, feasting on the word yourself, then it don't mean a thing. So look at the word right here. Ezekiel 18 verse 22 says, All his transgressions That he has committed. They shall not be. Yeah. They shall not be mentioned. Unto him. God says. I'm not only going to forgive you. But I'm going to make it so. That it's not even mentioned again. I won't even talk about it. In the courts of heaven. I'm just going to let it go. How do I know this? I got some news for you. I'll back it up. I'll back it up. Jude 9, Jude, Jude, Jude 9 says, do you remember that story when, 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 when Jesus came? Uh, Michael, one like God, which is Jesus, came, and he said, he said, he said, uh, uh, he's getting Moses his, his body, and, and he, he came to collect Moses, because you know Moses is his buddy and he's taking care of him, and guess who shows up? The devil shows up. Satan shows up and says, hold up a minute there. No, 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 no. Jesus, hold hold up, Michael. He belongs to me. All that sin, he failed you. So now you said, you said the wages of sin is death. And since he sinned, he's mine. And Jesus says, I'm not even going to argue with you. The Lord rebuke you. Jesus says, I'm going to forgive you. And I'm not even going to mention it again. Because your sin doesn't exist anymore. You don't know what you have. If more people knew what they had, we'd have more churches. Uh, probably this is the best kept secret. Hmm? Hmm? Do you know what you really have? Do you know what Jesus has offered you? Oh, 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 oh. Do you know that what you have accepted is powerful? That, that, that this business called uh, salvation is an awesome thing? And that it changes your life from the inside out? That no matter how much makeup and everything you put on, you can't change the ugly. Only Jesus can change the ugly. Can you say amen? You know, sometimes, 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 I learned this a long time ago. You know, when I got baptized at the OC, you know, I noticed I started getting a little extra attention. Yeah, People started talking to me. You know, as a single young brother, I've noticed the sisters start looking at me different. To a point where I started wondering if it were me, you know, me. (laughs) Until I found out it was me. It was the connection I had with someone else. Ah, yeah, yeah. Which is why you see some people hooked up together. You know, some Christians, you wonder in the world did she marry him <laughs> It's deeper than out here It's internal and because it's internal it comes out And because the outside is going to go I promise you the outside is going to grow and the here I had tight lines Ivan man I had tight lines everything right with the here the here is going to go But what you have that Jesus gives to you stays with you. You better understand what you have today. Paul, 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 Paul says, Romans 7 verse 23, I see another law working within me, waging war against the law of my mind and making me a prisoner of the law of sin at work within me. Yes, yes, a war. That's why sometimes as a diabetic, you can't help Papa John's. You can't get it out of your mind. You know you're a diabetic. You're not supposed to have it, but you're still going to have it. And you wrestle with it. Jesus says, don't worry about it. It's covered in the insurance plan. You, you've, you've got comprehensive. I'm faithful. I'm right here. You know, I'm just, I'm going to look at all the facts. Then I'm going to forget it. Never discuss it with anybody. But I'm also going to cleanse you and keep on cleansing you. So two things happen on the day of atonement. Then I'm sitting down. First thing, purification. Purification. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Purification. Because all year long, you've been coming to the sanctuary. And you've been messing up the sanctuary. Blood is everywhere. Sprinkled seven times before the veil, seven times, seven times. Blood everywhere. And don't you think God is not concerned about the blood of animals? He is. God is concerned about his animals, and it is God who gets to decide which one of the animals gets killed. See, they brought the two goats to Ram, Representing Jesus, that's why they didn't get a female goat. Jesus has nothing with the ladies, got no problem with the ladies, or has no problem with the female. You know, no problem. He wants the ram. So they bring two rams that look alike. They're not different. One doesn't have a broken leg, beat up and skinny. No, both of them look healthy. And they come before the priest, and 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 the priest shakes up the lot. Sorry, buddy, you got to go. This one is the Lord's goat. And then the Lord's goat, oh boy, the Lord's goat has to be sacrificed. The Lord's goat has to be killed. So the blood taken into the sanctuary. Leviticus 16 verse 16 talks to us. I want to read it to you. You can go home, look at that entire chapter because 16 because we love the word and you must look at the word there's power in his word to transform it so he shall make atonement for the holy place because of the uncleanness of the children of Israel and because of their transgressions for all their sins and so he shall do for the tabernacle of meeting which remains among them in the midst of their uncleanness purification time comes and so the priest even has to, the preacher, the priest, has to make an atonement for himself before going in the sanctuary, or he's dead. He can't even put his foot across there in Day of Atonement. Dead meat, over. So he cleanses himself, killing his own bullock, and cleanses himself before going in. And so, 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 if, 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 and that's why Jesus, Jesus had to die. If it were just Sister Dabney up in here today, just you, Jesus would have to die. That's how special you are. Or are you gonna let people dump on you, tell you you're not special? You are special. Yeah, yeah. Not in a weird kind of way. Special. <laughs> special peculiar love no one else like you nobody else can do what you do achieve what you do because you are you special so Jesus but one he would have to die but there's something else that happens on that day stage two the sins have to be taken away from the camp away from abundant life away from here and so the Azazel That goat, the other one who didn't get killed, is not because he's lucky. He's just a garbage truck. Not because he's lucky. And even the man who gets the rope of that goat has to cleanse himself after handling him. Because, because that goat, the Azazel, that leaves the camp, the garbage truck that takes all the sin out of the camp, will die out there. And the people of Israel would rejoice because they are free from sin. The scapegoat has to go, but the Lord's goat has to die. And all eyes are on the Lord's goat. The people are concerned about the first goat. Our concern is not what happens to the other goat. Who cares about the other goat that represents the devil? He's going to get his. We are concerned about the Lord's goat because all my sins are wrapped up on the Lord's goat. My sins are washed away by the blood of the Lord's goat. It is a ritual, yes, but there's power because it represents Jesus, the Lamb of God. So grace is not an excuse to do your foolishness grace is power can you say amen Amen. Proverb 28 verse 13 Proverb 28 verse 13 says he who conceals his transgressions will not prosper but he who confesses and forsakes them will find compassion confession is good for the soul can you say amen Ezra 10 verse 11 says, Now therefore, make confession to the Lord God of your fathers. And when you confess, there's something else you need to do. You need to do his will. So you don't confess about the drink you had. About the thoughts you had. And then after you confess, you go back. Rely on his power. And His mercy and His grace to see you through. So don't don't wait until the day of atonement. See the day of atonement was when 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 Jesus comes. Yes, I'm wrapping up now. The day when Jesus returned, the day of atonement. Yeah, it's not judgment time. That time. Oh no, judgment is over and out. Jesus returns with his gifts. His reward, he says, is with me to give to men and women what they deserve, to give you eternal life or eternal damnation, to live with him through the ceaseless ages of eternity. Are to be burnt up completely. God's mysterious act. Now is the time to solidify your relationship with Jesus. Now is the time when you hold on, let your roots down, though the storms come. Now is the time to weather the storm. Now is not the time to give up and ache and crying, I can't make it. The bills I can't pay them now is not the time now is the time to come boldly before the throne of grace because you have a high priest who is touched with the feelings of your infirmities he knows all about it so you can talk to him wrapping up last Thursday Last Thursday, I was reading this story. In preparing this, I was reading this story, Kyra. And because we like hiking, Kyra, and yeah, we like hiking, and yeah, some of my youth don't like hiking, but we like hiking. And while reading the story, I. story. Nick Hall, Nick Hall is a park ranger. Park ranger. And last Thursday, 2 p.m., just 34 years old, he fell 13,700 feet to about 10,000 on Mount Rainier's northeast side while rescuing four individuals climbers who slipped and fell into a ravine on the mountain this park ranger sacrificed his life for people he don't even know he doesn't even know them and although injured the four climbers were airlifted by a chinook chopper helicopter I was thinking to myself I said whoa hold on a minute it reminds me of another park ranger park ranger Jesus and park ranger Jesus went up to a mountain called Calvary yeah and 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 park ranger Jesus went up to Mount Calvary on a rescue mission for those stranded, injured, and bound by sin. And during the rescue mission, park ranger Jesus died. But there's a difference between the two park rangers, you see. Yeah, 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 yeah. Park ranger Jesus has got something special within him. It's called all power in heaven and earth. So that all who confess his name would be airlifted to safety not by a a chinook helicopter or or chopper but by his power his resurrection and power because he's got power power to heal and power to make straight power to clean you up and power to change your trifling ways power to make
3: A a,
2: a truth-telling person out of a cheetah. Power to change someone today. I love this park ranger, Jesus. Not just because he's got power, but because he's been faithful to me. He's been there all the time. All the time, even even when you were playing the fool, he was still there. And he's still here today. It's judgment time. And the day of atonement is coming. It was a Sabbath. And it will be a Sabbath of Sabbath, a high Sabbath. And I suspect Jesus will return on a Sabbath. I don't know. But it's going to be a high day, whatever it is. And whichever day he comes, it's a Sabbath for me. I'm going to Celebrate! So I wanted to know today, seeing it's judgment time and we don't know when Jesus will return. I wonder if you wanted to recommit today. You messed up all week. Huh? You you, you conveyed your sins to the sanctuary so that the high priest would deal with them because he's in the heavenly sanctuary interceding on our behalf. Stand with me today. I want to pray for somebody special today. Yeah, I want to I pray for someone in a special way today. I'm going to end here but I want to pray with someone today. So this is an appeal. And I'm wondering, because I can't read your minds, right? But you talking to Jesus right now, aren't you? Aren't you church? Aren't you talking to Jesus? Yeah. So is there someone here today who you say, Lord, I want you to do something special for me. I want you to do something special in my life. Do it, Jesus. And if you want special prayer, I want you to come down right now. Come on down to the front. We'll touch and agree with it. and We're going to talk to Jesus together. You come on down right here. Right down to the front. Yeah. Right down here. You know... I didn't tell you this text because I overlooked it in the sermon, but hey, it came back now. So let me tell you. You know, the Bible says, if you confess me now, I, Jesus speaking, will confess you to the Father. Your worst enemy, I told you, in your life is an unconfessed sin. So while you're coming, I don't know what you're going through. And coming down don't mean you're the worst. Jesus says, I won't even discuss it. Whatever it is, tell it to me, lay it on me. No playing around. Let's lay it on me. Lay it on me. You know what it is, and I'll take care of. Man, I love Jesus. What about you today? Nobody offered me that deal. Nobody can give me that deal. No psychiatrist, no psychotherapist can give me this kind of deal. (laughs) Jesus, my high priest, is the best deal I'm getting. I'm talking to some young people today. Yeah, some youth in the church who need Jesus in a special way. You know where you are. You know what you need. I don't know and I frankly don't want to know. But Jesus would like to take care of it. You want to come down? Come on. Come on. You shy? Raise your hand. I'll come get you. (laughs) Put your hand up. I'll come. Fabiola, you coming? Yeah, come on. Come on. The more you come on down there, The more you come down here, let me tell you the truth, the more courage you get. Every time you stand up for Jesus, the more power you get. I tell you the truth. The more you walk on down, it becomes a habit. Habits don't start overnight. It starts with little steps. Your hook to cigarettes didn't start overnight. It's one after the other. One sneaky smoke When you were a teenager, now you're 50 and you can't cut it. It's over time. You want to build up a habit of following Jesus. That's what this is about. Come on closer. Come, come. Come closer. I want to pray with you. Come on. Come closer right here. Let's touch and agree with each other because this is not about me. This is about Jesus. And I'm so grateful he has power to take care of the business. Can the church say amen? amen? Yeah, yeah. Can the church say amen? Amen. 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 Let's bow our heads together, won't you? Let's hold hands right now. Yeah. Touch somebody in the pew wherever you are. I don't care who you're standing by. Just touch them. Tell them I told you to do it. Amen. Touch somebody. I said, David, you touching somebody? Yeah, touch somebody. Let's pray. Father, I needed this message today. Thank you for reminding us of your awesome power and presence. That you're not a God to be trifled with, to be played with. You're not a toy. Forgive us, Lord, for playing with you. For playing with our salvation as if we know what's at stake help us oh god to to be mindful of what was given what was sacrificed for us help us to be serious about our relationship with you oh god change us transform us wash us by your blood cover us by your blood and transform us make us anew give us a new heart oh god And renew a right spirit within us. I know you're going to do it, Jesus. You've done it before. You can do it again. We promise to lay our burdens at your feet. Not to leave your courts today the same we came. We promise to let it go. And we believe by faith. That you have done it today. We have the victory today. We have the victory today. We leave this place victorious today. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Can the church say, Praise the Lord? Can the church say, Hallelujah? Can the church say, Thank you, Jesus? Thank you, Jesus, for those who came down. Thank you for their commitment to you. No, Father, I know you're not going to disappoint them. For you're a God who cannot lie. It's just not in your nature. There's no darkness within you, just light. So you're going to take care of the business if we let you have it. Have thine own way, Jesus. Have thine own way. Please, have thine own way. Bless us to this end, we ask, in the mighty name of Jesus. Let God's people say, amen. A triumphant amen, say, amen. Amen. God bless you. God bless you today. God bless you. that will serve as our benediction today. Please be seated. You'll be ushered out accordingly at this time. Join him.